Welcome to If This Bar Could Talk, a podcast about bartenders and the stories they have to tell, as well as the storied history of cocktails, spirits, and bars. I'm Blair Beavers, and here's your host, Leanne Sims. Welcome back, listeners. It has been far too long, but we are back with a great episode tonight. Uh, We are at the Sunny 95 Studios, and of course, Blair's here. Hello. And our producer, Greg Hansberry. And our guest tonight is R.G. Mendoza. R.G., thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. So we met you earlier this summer, and we just love your passion for cocktails. Uh, You were working at, at Behind the Bar at a restaurant in Dublin, Ohio, and we just started talking about different cocktails, and you were just, you just lit up. So you obviously love cocktailing. How long have you been in the industry? I do love cocktails. Um, I've been in the industry for about seven years, on and off, because, I mean, 2020 happened. Mm -hmm. So I stopped bartending for maybe one or two years. Mm -hmm. But I honestly love making things, making people happy, talk to people, getting to know people. Mm -hmm. And you are not originally from Columbus. Tell us where you're from. Originally, I'm from Venezuela. Okay. um, But before... um, Living in Columbus, I used to live in Orlando, Florida. Okay. And what was the cocktail culture like in Orlando? Um, It's not so big like here. Mm -hmm. So the cocktail scene here has made me feel like I'm at home. Everybody's very welcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Over there, it's more like in and out. You have all the tourists. So you just want a big like rotation, flipping tables, and it doesn't feel the same. Okay. That's good to hear. Um, so when you were in Orlando, w- did you work at a cocktail bar or a restaurant or what, what was that like? Uh, so far, I work only at restaurants. I've never had the opportunity to work at a cocktail bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually make my own cocktail parties at home. Fellow bartenders come around and we just get a little crazy and start <laughs> making as many things that we can, <laughs> we can make. Have fun with what we like to do. Okay, so I already know what your favorite cocktail is, but share with our listeners, what is your favorite cocktail? My favorite cocktail is the last word. Um, usually, it's made with green chartreuse, but right now, it's really hard to find, so I've been trying so hard to mimic it, and it's so hard. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's but... no replacement no, for green not. chartreuse. So what, what have you been playing with? I've been playing with a bunch of herbs that I see online. There's um, a lot of bartenders that are sharing recipes, and I've been trying to take this from this bartender, that from that bartender. But again, chartreuse is such a complex spirit that it's just so hard to mimic. I don't think nobody's nobody's gonna be ever. It's not gonna be the same thing. No matter no matter what you do. Yeah. Even substituting yellow chartreuse for green chartreuse is not the same cocktail. I actually find it harder to find yellow chartreuse nowadays. Hmm. Really? Yep. Wow. And that's been going on for a while, Yeah. the difficulty in finding the chartreuse. I wonder why that is. You think the monks just aren't as making as much or what? So um, the demand's too high. It's like a supply versus demand kind of thing. Um, they have to collect all the herbs from the ops, and what they say is that it's harming the ecosystem, mm. so they're trying to pay more attention to their religion. And, well, they're not going to make more chartreuse just because bartenders love it. I love it, but I do understand where they're coming from. Yeah. They're, uh, uh, what am I trying to say, um, environment over uh, profit, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Um, so Monks uh, aren't known for making profit, you know. <laughs> 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, other than the last word, what do you like? What's your other cocktails you enjoy? It usually changes by the season. During summer, I'm kind of like a Mai Tai kind of guy. Oh. And Mai Tais okay. are so different. You ask somebody a Mai Tai, and you're probably going to get something different. Um, I love tiki drinks. I grew up in Venezuela, so rum is very big there. Mm-hmm. And during winter here, it's I thought I never liked warm cocktails, and now I'm, I'm just ready for winter. To yeah. Make, like really nice warm cocktails. Oh, yeah. Warm, warm as in warm temperature or warming your body because of high boozy content? Bo- uh, both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess... Being in Venezuela and then Florida and now Columbus is probably a shock to your system. Have you spent a winter here yet? I have. It wasn't fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fun for us either, being honest. Where are you working now? Right now I work at one of the Cameron Mitchell Concepts. Um, I'm still in Bridgeport. You can find me there. But I'm having lots, lots of fun right now, getting to know a lot of people recently. You've introduced me to a lot of people. Love the community here. Mm-hmm. So Cameron Mitchell, for those who don't live around here, um, that's a large group of restaurants owned by a single person, started by a single person. What is the creative process at CMR? Do you get to create your own cocktails or do you have to adhere to their corporate standards? So there's the set menu that we follow. We do feature a lot of cocktails. Recently, we just had Negroni Week. And I came up with this Negroni. I tried to integrate um, my culture as much as I can. So it was a pink peppercorn Negroni. We are um, Hispanic Heritage Month right now. So I added a little bit of pink peppercorns. They're from Peru. I added a little bit of Venezuelan clove, gentian, angelica root, a little bit of Mexican habanero. That way I can like represent my culture a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Nice. So they let you just riff however you wanted to? Um, I'm very persistent. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It means that there was like this friendly competition and they're like, okay, guys, come out with a Negroni. Everybody invited, servers, everybody. Next day, you saw me with 15 different Negronis. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put stuff out there that if you don't like it, you might like the next one. Mm. Nice. I like that. So if somebody comes to your bar and they ask for something off menu... You, you, you're you equipped to do just about anything. That's honestly my favorite thing to do. Um, I had instances that they asked me for something that I honestly didn't have the liqueur to make it, mm-hmm. but I have called a few stores if they had it, and I run across the bridge or run to a neighborhood store, and I'll be like, hey, can I borrow this? I just want to make a guest happy. I mean, it happened. Wow. So you take the Cameron Mitchell philosophy of don't say no to the customer to a whole new level then. Well, I take my own philosophy saying that everybody's there for a good time, including me. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Nice. I love that. I love that. So we'll, we'll have to show up and just go off menu and yeah. see how he works. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> well, so when we first met you and I asked you to make me whatever you wanted, you made me the last word, which I love. And I told you at that time that um, the only thing that would have been better is while I love it with gin, I really love it with mezcal. Do you like working with mezcal? I love mezcal. Mezcal, it's what introduced me to Isla Scotch, and I thought I never liked scotch until I tried Isla Scotch. Mm. Mm. And then being from Venezuela, you mentioned rum. Uh, 
Do you have a specific rum that you prefer over another? Or a style. Um, a style of rum, I like to play with all of them since they're all so different. Mm-hmm. But Venezuelan rum has a place in my heart. So you have rums like Diplomatico that now they're a staple everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm having fun trying to represent a little mm-hmm. bit. Very cool. Do you still have family back in Venezuela? I have a lot of family. Uh, only I have my mom and my brother here right now currently with me. Oh, okay. Do you ever get back to visit? No, unfortunately. No, that's a bummer. Um, and you're, you're married. We met your husband recently. Yes. Yeah, he seemed really nice. What did you think about the uh, Cocktail Classic? It was so fun. I got to meet a lot of people. I still talk to a lot of people. We exchanged numbers. We have fun. We just created cocktails with whatever was happening in the competition. We were like, what if? But what if we did this? And mm-hmm. that's the fun about it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So I know that you were part of the, you took part in the uh, Whistle Pig whiskey blending. I did. Yeah, how was that? That was extremely fun. I got to take home a few of the uh, Whistle Pig separate like blending process. And I just have those little cocktail parties that my friends get together and they make their own blend. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate I love you. That's that. all because of you, honestly. So, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad you could come. And so tell me your thoughts on the competition. I always want to hear what people think about that. It's my first time going to competitions. Like I said, the cocktail culture in Florida is not as big as in Columbus, which honestly took me by surprise. And I've been having a blast. I think people are there to have fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. It's all friendly competition. We all know each other. It's part of the same industry. We just care for each other. Mm-hmm. We kind of just are sharing with everybody else what mm-hmm. we think about certain cocktails and how do we approach everything. Mm-hmm. So during the competition, you know, you have two minutes to make a small bite in a cocktail. Um, was Do you think it was exciting or well, get, tell me your thoughts on the pace of the competition? It was very exciting uh, seeing how different teams will react different to different challenges. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, we, we love that competition because it's so unique and that you get to, because most cocktail competitions are just cocktails, but this pairs a small bite with the cocktail. Oh, yeah. I had a good time yeah. drinking and eating. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other aspect of it that's so fun is that the audience gets to enjoy the same cocktails that are being presented to the judges at the same time. So do you think you'll ever compete in a competition? I would love to, honestly. Mm-hmm. I I would love to, not so much to compete, but more to like put myself out there and mm-hmm. show the world, hey, this is what I like. I hope you like it. If you don't like it, just let me know what you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have such a fun personality, though you haven't been in Columbus very long. Mm-hmm. Do you have many regulars yet? I do. <laughs> Honestly, I do. I figured you would. <laughs> I... In the few restaurants I've worked here in Columbus, I get a lot of people, hey, you made my day this day. Hey, we celebrated with our anniversary with you. I'm like, thank you. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm speechless. People are very, 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 very caring in this um, this town. Yeah, I agree. And, and we um, respect our bartenders and we're grateful because you're the ones that show us a good time. So, so it's funny that you say that and... Coming here from Orlando, like I said, you have, it's such a tourist trap. When the pandemic happened and I 
I, I took a break of bartending. I told, I, I told myself, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I was burnt out because you don't get to make connections there. Mm-hmm. When I finally moved here and saw the different like aspect of it, I, I fell in love with it all over again. Okay. That's well, that's sweet. good. Your husband, is he from here? He is actually Hungarian. Oh, okay. So where, how did you meet him? Um, I was a barista at the time. Okay. In, in uh, Orlando? Yeah, in St. Petersburg. Oh, okay. And then he was agree. Why did you move to Columbus? So we live in St. Petersburg and moved to Orlando because of the parks and moved away because of the parks. <laughs> love <laughs> Disney, love Universal, but too much tourism. Mm. And then my brother and my mom used to live in Miami and they moved here, up here to Columbus. We just wanted to be closer, mm-hmm. just spend family time. Oh, that's nice. Very cool. So thinking about being in a resort town of Orlando, what's the craziest thing you've ever encountered being a bartender? (laughs) Oh, there's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the first thing that I can think of, um, I usually like learning languages. That's one of the things I love about cocktails. You are putting yourself in somebody else's culture. Mm -hmm. So I... I like learning languages. I took French. I took Japanese. I took wow. German. And there's this guest that spoke a language that had no clue what it was. And he started writing on that paper. And I still didn't get it because it was all symbols. Mm. And I was telling him, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. He was getting so mad at me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to help you. And I tried to like show him bottles, what would you like, trying to, like, make conversation, but it just didn't work. But in the opposite side, I, ha- I had very rewarding experiences as well because I knew um, certain languages. Mm-hmm. So you, how many languages do you speak? Uh, German, French, Japanese, English, and Spanish. Wow. You're, are you fluent in all of those? I used to be. I don't practice German or French as much, so uh-huh. I get a little... It's a little tricky. Wow. I start like mixing them up in my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I can barely speak English, and it's my first language. It's fine. In my head, everything's a mess. Uh, sometimes I just try to talk in just English with French and German. And it's just its own cocktail, but with words. That's so cool. Have you been to all these countries, or are you just fascinated with language? I'm fascinated by culture. Okay. And I have this philosophy that I think the only way to somebody's culture is to learn their language. So have you visited all of the uh, ethnic, I don't think I'm supposed to use the word ethnic anymore, whatever the PC word is for ethnic. (laughs) (laughs) Have you visited the rest? We have so many restaurants from every country in the city. I don't know if you're aware. I try to visit all of them, and I'm the kind of bartender that I will, it doesn't matter with whoever I'm with, I will sit at a service well and see how they work, because that's how I learn. Mm-hmm. I learn about different ingredients, I ask questions, I make friends. That's the fun part about this community. Where do you want to take your career? Where do I want to take my career? I am trying to improve every single day, so I challenge myself every single day. And the next step for me is we're trying to save enough money to buy a little venue. Oh, nice. And then just put something, a small cocktail bar, just very intimate, 10, 15 people. Oh, Mm. nice. Okay. 
Any thoughts on what the theme? I do have a theme now that you mentioned it. So I do love owls. Owls are very special to me. And I love traveling and culture. So it's a traveling owl. Ideally, the menu should be like a passport thing that each cocktail will take you to a different country. And it's just this owl getting a little tipsy throughout the world. Nice. Hmm. I like that idea. So I uh, have this thing where I have never seen a real owl in the wild. I mean, I've seen them on TV. I've seen them in the zoo. And I, I told Lair, I can die a happy woman if I ever see a, an owl in the wild, because I never have. Have you ever seen an owl? So the reason why owls are so special to me, growing up, I will like sleep with my window open, and there was an owl that will sit there by the window every single night. Really? And as a kid, you make your own like friends in your head. I'm like, this owl is just my friend. So I grew up with that thought that owls are close to me that's amazing hmm. it would just sit there did you yeah. live did you live in a barn no i didn't <laughs> i'm from venezuela so it's a rainforest oh i see see i don't know anything about the world <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool i love that well that's so great so do you have a projected time or are you just working on it and I'm in no rush, honestly. I'm working on myself first because mm -hmm. I want to put out there something special. And the only way I'm going to put something special is by getting to know the people I'm working with and the people I work for. Thinking about, I know you, you create original cocktails, right? Like you've created. I like having fun, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the your most favorite original cocktail so far? Most favorite original cocktail, there's a lot I can think of. I do love old fashions. I love Fernet. I think most bartenders do love Fernet. Mm -hmm. um, a little like, kind of like a Fernet old fashioned mm -hmm. where it is simple. It's just like a Coca-Cola reduction. It's just, mm. it's fun. A what reduction? A Coca-Cola. Coca like a Fernet reduction. and Coke, like oh. from Argentina. I can see that. Mm. It's really nice. Yeah. So the base is still whiskey. The base will be Fernet. Oh, so it'd be a low proof. The low proof. There's different kinds of Fernet. There's a Fernet that I love. I don't know the name of the brand, but it's from Colorado. It's more approachable. Oh, interesting. Okay. So the Fernet that I know, I think, is low proof. Mm -hmm. um, Fairly low proof. Yeah. yeah. I think. It's a dark, are they all dark spirits? Yeah. It's an Amaro, right? Yeah. yeah. I love Amaro. I love all kind of Amari. Amari are, are the way to get to my heart. Oh, really? Yeah. I. So the way I started bartending, it's because I was carrying old fashions back and forth, serving tables. And I'm like, I don't know what this tastes like. Let me taste it. I'm like, this tastes amazing. What's in it? And I start tasting everything. It's like separate. Once I tasted the bitters, I'm like, this is delicious. I'm going to put it in everything. Mm. So everybody that knows me, they know I put... Way too much bitters and everything. Mm. I just love bitters. I, I love bitters, too. So I envision you, RG, carrying a tray to a table and just taking a little sip out of everybody's drinks. That's not what you did, right? No, that's not what I did. <laughs> I went on my day off, ordered this to myself. I'm like, okay, I just found a new passion. Mind you, I was like 22 at the moment. I wasn't drinking. Uh -huh. uh, I started drinking when I was like really drinking when I was like 24, 25. Okay. And even then, I'm... Very lightweight, so I can barely handle so much. <laughs> That's very cool. What are some good stories you have 
the restaurant that I was working at in Orlando, somehow I ended up talking to a guest saying that I had this brother that I never met. So we grew up apart. I never met him. And this client's like, okay, what do you know about him? I don't think anything of it, so I just say whatever I know about my brother. And next thing I know, like a month later, I got to meet my brother. What? <laughs> yeah. Did it have it to do with the client why, or was it, it was his coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> we got in touch. Um, we met. We didn't get along. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we met. It was cute. Uh, it's fun because, I mean, we're Venezuelans. I didn't think I was going to meet my brother in Orlando. Right. So I was like, so you're my brother. Cool. Nice meeting you. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome how how you can meet so many people in this industry. You meet all kinds of people. I met pe- uh, persons that I've worked with, like famous persons, and I met people that have been in the industry for so long that they meet like all kinds of people mm-hmm. who's who's the most famous you've met famous a chalice that i completely follow his career hmm. i i got to work with him for a little bit and it gave me like an open door to actually meet him oh that's cool nice Anything no, else, Sarji, you want to tell us about your bartending experience? Um, I'm the kind of bartender that, like I said, I've only worked at restaurants, and most of them are being corporate restaurants. So even though I'm not a drinker, because, again, I'm very lightweight, my biggest room in my house is a bar. So <laughs> whenever I have like people over, especially bartenders, they get a little bit either too excited or too overwhelmed because there's everything. I even have like a freezer for glassware. I go all out. Nice. That's awesome. It's just me, my way. It's full of owls. It's my way to vision what I want to do in the future. Oh, very cool. Well, RG, thank you so much for being our guest today. We really appreciate it. We can't wait to see what you do in the future. Thank you for having me. And welcome to Columbus. Thank you. All right. Cheers. 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 Listeners, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Seabus Craft Cocktail Tour. Visit our website at columbuscraftcocktailtour.com for cocktail tour dates, women and whiskey tastings, special events, merchandise. And if you're looking for a gift for that special person in your life, get them a gift card to our cocktail tour. Thank you to the biographer for our original music. And please remember to drink responsibly and be cocktail curious. Cheers. This has been a Last Call Productions production.